0: because he he watched all these other you all you other homies were moving wild welcome everybody welcome back to episode eight of beyond the bleachers with uh, your hosts your guests tonight on this auspicious occasion uh, we have in the left corner weighing at an indiscriminate amount of weight moses <laughs> waldo moses how are you doing
1: i'm doing all right my friend uh that's one of the most interesting intros that i've had in a while so hey, i like there you it
0: go. there you go probably, just... probably
1: indiscriminate sounds around sounds about right
0: yeah you know we are we're not out here to, to to put numbers on the board right now no that's not especially
1: especially in, especially in this world, uh, world, uh, world uh, when the lock during the whole lockdown exactly i think a lot of people would uh keep that you know under wraps for a little while we're
0: getting we got a little soft people okay
1: summer body out the window
0: yeah come on yo I don't hate on the player, hate on the game. Uh, but yeah, thanks for joining us. We had a lot to talk about this week. Um, oh yeah, also I myself Tenno. I'm the other the other guy that you hear on the on the mic, and uh, we have more to talk to you about this week. Sports, sports, sports. Um, a lot has happened still. Um, again, there's the uh, first first few games that we got to watch some sports are back you know we have the f- football back soccer r- rather uh, and uh, NBA coming back but we also have a lot of controversy and uh, oh and a few things that I guess come deal with sports right now I mean a bit of the harder facts but a jam-packed episode nonetheless so Moses let's get straight into it man I uh, wanted to let's talk do to you about some soccer uh, we got you know Premier League coming back. We also had uh the the big the big the bigger uh, league to come back which is La Liga and this is more so an accurate depiction of how major sports may look like going forward. Moses what what do you think? What are you thinking right now?
1: Well, I watched a Sevilla and uh, Real Betis yeah. on Friday, I'm just trying to see how La Liga kind of kicked off and what it would look like. I've always been curious. I see what the Germans did. The very first game was, yeah. well, it, you know, with no crowd noise, it wasn't the greatest. And the, the, uh, the German FA was not happy with, I'm sure, the colorful language that is said on the field. So they didn't want that necessarily <laughs> echoing into the, you know, it's a family friendly television. So uh, I saw like pumping in the crowd noise is totally fine with me. You know, it turns out that they use as well as the German league, um, these crowd noise that would have in EA sports football games. Yeah. So the FUBA series, they would take the, the chance and then they would kind of incorporate those or would incorporate those into the actual matches. And it's not a bad thing. What got me, it's not, it's not ups it's not really upset uh, yeah, upset would be uh, is not the the way to say it but it just got me just perplexed and saying like what the hell this is just weird was they cgi'd fans so yeah. like they're coming onto the pitch you know clearly the stands are empty they're pumping in the crowd noise whatever but then they start inserting digital fans so you're watching the game on the wide shot right just panning left to right and they're showing you get glimpses of what the crowd looks like. And it's just weird to me, like CGing, just these little dots. It, it looks was, like, yeah, you know, the, the 8-bit or 16-bit games you remember we used football, oh, like yeah, when you yeah, used to play, yeah. like when you used to play FIFA, like 98 oh, yeah. or something <laughs> like that. You know, it's <laughs> so, exactly what it was. The yeah. crowd is just super pixelated. So they're just kind of looking like people, but there's nothing there. So, yeah, yeah, yeah it was, just, like, it was like, weird to me.
0: Like I said, uh, you, maybe if they had had uh, the guys who did the Tupac hologram in there, it may have been a bit better you know, if they could get that level of just intense fan reception, I think, like, that's probably a better bet than actually just having, like, that low-res stuff, or maybe it's just really, you know, maybe just don't have it at all, just don't have the hologram stuff at all, it looks weird, it makes no sense, we all know we're not gonna be there, it's not like, Someone's gonna turn on like take a seat down on the couch, turn on the channel, be like, "I'm here to watch the football game, and then be like, "Where are all the people? What's going on? No, we are all fully aware as to what's going on right now, okay <laughs> i think I think it's pretty obvious, and you know, I don't think leagues need to try that hard to m- mimic. I know it's of course you get to see that this is, of course, a product that they're selling. And the most important thing for them is the quality. So having the pumped up noise and the holograms probably is the best they can do to give you the product at the quality that you're used to.
1: I'd rather have cardboard cutouts. (laughs) They they did it in Gladbach. They did that. And I have no problem. I'd rather go with that. Mm -hmm. And then you have the crowd noise. Then just... Or what well, looks really pixelated. And it's not like it's not like they kind of go to the graphics guys from sure. EA Sports to just like, you know, insert like cutaways of like no, their seems, fans, you know, seems, like they have at games, and, and I'm like, yeah, all right, maybe you'll see it like that's what that's the intro. Yeah. You just yeah, yeah. see like you know, these these fake giant TIFOs in FIFA, and then you actually see the players come onto the pitch, and then you have cutaways of actual like crowd shots from yeah, FIFA. Yeah, yeah, and then I think you'll be fine.
0: Yeah, of course. Keep it keep it keep it like, you know, uh, in the air of from what twenty fifteen FIFA to to present, they they had a lot of that fan integration in there. They made them a lot more lifelike. So just throw a few of those scenes in, you know. The hell with or it. Or even just the actual. Get the actual get some announcers. Le- just just turn the whole thing into. You know what, Moses? Let everyone just go home and just turn on your PlayStation. PlayStation Five is just starting, you know. And then let's just get all the players <laughs> behind the consoles. No, I'm kidding. But
1: I'm waiting. Yeah. I'm waiting for actually. You know, I'm gonna. I'm considering this. I'm actually gonna see if I could donate because in, in in uh, Monten Gladbach, yeah, uh, Borussia, yeah, they're actually offering for 19 euros spot. So maybe oh, I'll fork that 19 euros. Listen, I okay. have myself at a game.
0: Okay, so beyond the bleaches, I think we're going to do we're gonna do virtual celebration. Okay. So we get to how because I'm I'm buying into this as well. How does one? get themselves in the stadium do you, is it just more so i think you have
1: to go through like the, the actual offices like you have to talk oh, to they them need, need now if you area. are in a if you were an away fan i wonder if which, it still works which
0: we uh, which we are away fans away fans of Majin glad yeah that one in um because i'm from there right uh what are we talking i'm i'm feeling east germany is it, am i right east germany it, sound, it well, sounds. They're, it sounds. it sounds
1: sad. More program, it sounds East German, it right? It sounds sad. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. It does doesn't sound very vogue. <laughs>
1: No. <laughs> everyone, everyone is in unison. It's like those paid it's like those oh, yeah. paid North Korean actors. Remember the 2020 yeah. uh, 2010 World Cup yeah. in, in South Africa. Yeah, yeah, Remember yeah. and they had that cheering section for North Korea and you're like it's, uh, those people are doing it because yeah. they don't oh, want, they want see? to spur their lives.
0: Listen, Moses, I, you know, if anyone knows or people who don't know, I am also, I'm from South Africa and I did get to attend that World Cup. And I can tell you uh, no one knew who those people were, how they got there, (laughs) Um, or even that there was a North Korean contingent to begin with. You know, this is one of those things where coming from a a multicultural uh, country, it's it's hard to miss um, North Koreans because, you know, you would imagine that they're just going to behave a little differently. You know what I mean? Well,
1: I heard they were paid Chinese actors.
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I We were like, we never heard of anyone from North Korea coming to the World Cup. So we were like, who the hell? They were like, these guys are North Koreans. What do you mean? Who are these guys? They could have literally just been dudes who lived in my neighborhood. I could have just been like, oh, that's Jeff. Yeah, Jeff happens to be Korean South African, but Jeff's still Jeff. Jeff grew up with me. We went to the same school jeff is not from north korea but jeff got an email in the mail uh that said hey man you want to make an extra 250 we know you're a Asian. don't worry about it we're not spying on you maybe we are we need a favor we got a world cup coming up um and you know even to say that they did so abysmal that they lost i think 9-2 to portugal that uh world cup um i actually remember it because ronaldo Scored a goal with the back of his neck. I don't think people realize this, but North Korea is so shit at soccer that Ronaldo had already had three assists, I think, that game. And then this and this. And so then he got the ball lofted to him in the box. Didn't see it. It dropped down, fell on the back of his head. He like looked back just to try and see where it was and then accidentally whipped it in the goal. With a goalkeeper there, by the way. You guys are probably thinking, what do you mean? There were defenders, goalkeeper, <laughs> all there. So uh, you tell me if these guys, I don't even know how they made the World Cup. Okay, I'm over. They qualified through Asia. Now, okay, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Whatever, bro. Uh,
1: <laughs> it's, it's. I'd say it's the, no, it's, it's not the hardest. The hardest would be Europe. Europe? No. I'd say Europe in terms of qualification. I think Europe just yeah, for yeah, the amount was, of countries. Yeah. But I would say a close second would be Africa. Yeah. Because you have 53 nations, but yet we only get five spots.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That one is very difficult, very convoluted, you know. But, yeah, you know, like those are, those, that, those are good times. But, you know, at the end of the day, we're excited to get the soccer back regardless. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, which leads into, like, this next thing uh, we were talking about. So with uh, Arsenal... We have uh, our boy, our boy in shining armor, my boy in shiny armor, Mesut Ozil, and uh, he's a uh, Turkish German uh, midfielder. Uh, he won the World Cup. He's a big German, big German uh, export. Kind of probably not so much anymore, but did you know, at one point, yeah, <laughs> like
1: it's part, part of one, the champions. At Germans. one
0: point, big, big time, big time export. Not so much now uh due to his you know his belief his his sort of alignment with uh the turkish uh president um and i guess more so his uh display of his i guess religious beliefs being muslim but now he's in hot water because he uh was calling out the jaegers in oh he had been in hot water yeah because of that but now to contrast that, Moses, you wanted to talk about um, what may be happening on the other side of the uh, the pond here in the in I guess in America. Um,
1: yeah, I wanted to talk about LeBron James, yeah. and, and and for me, like I actually give credit to Ozel. Ozil, yeah. and this is how I see it. Do you have Do you stand to lose a lot more than you gain? And I look at Mezid Ozil, and I think he has a he has he stands to lose a lot more. Yeah, I know. Um, in terms of his policies, as a Muslim himself, yes, and to see fellow Muslims in China suffering, you know, he he calls it out, and of course, China will threaten, and they for you know they didn't show the the first match between Man City and Arsenal. Chances are they're probably not going to show Wednesday's match either. Yeah, but no, uh, but that was back in like late December, um, before the new year,
0: and you know, jokes was- on them because it got postponed, <laughs> so.
1: <laughs> they probably knew something we didn't
0: yeah i, so, I mean
1: <laughs> they knew something we didn't man
0: they knew something uh, we didn't.
1: yeah i'm just i'm just saying but i you know i got no problem because he'll he'll come out and he'll i think you'll face a lot more persecution for that when you look at what's going on here on this side with um black lives matter and yeah and the situation with George Floyd, you know, I see the protests. I'm like, okay, you know what? Let's get people out there to make sure that they spread the word and understand what this means. And you see NBA players, all for, I'd say athletes, leagues. There are a lot of people who are, who are championing this cause and shining a light on it. And that's a good thing. My issue is willing to shine a light on something because it's kind of a popular thing to do and it's vogue at the time, compare that to something that, you know, is kind of hushed. And that's where LeBron James comes in. I like LeBron James. I have no problem for him standing up. Uh, I see he's got initiatives now um, uh, more than a vote, uh, which is trying to educate voters and understand about voters' rights and the issues that come along for certain, you know, black neighborhoods or, you know, certain, you know, people of uh, a certain color let's just call it yeah
0: right? <laughs> a spade spade. that that
1: that are going through you yeah. know what they feel is voter suppression yeah so LeBron comes out and he's he's a voice and it's been added on with other celebrities and other uh, NBA players as well mm-hmm. now my thing is I have no problem with LeBron doing that I'm all for it mm-hmm. my and you know calling out what it is and if you're calling out your president absolutely yeah. there's nothing wrong with doing that. I feel like you are entitled as a citizen, you know, within legal rights. But, you know, voicing your opinion is absolutely one that I believe uh, is universal, uh, regardless if you agree with it or not. In LeBron James' case, you know, I agree for for using his voice in that way. And I don't believe that athletes should shut up or shut up and dribble right like i i don't think that i think yeah. that you know just as people are when you're in your your profession you do your thing which is great but you know off the field off the court much like any of us you know there are certain leanings that we have so we got to support that and then we support it right so i don't think there should be any persecution and in fact there really isn't much there's a lot of support you're seeing a lot of people turn around roger goodell is a prime example and we'll talk about him a little bit later um you're starting to see uh, other people drew Brees was one that received some criticism and then he kind of turned around and you have people supporting him like you know what the dude made a mistake i don't think we should just keep hammering him uh for what he said no totally cool right Mm -hmm. but what i don't get is you have a lot of these players in particular by singling out lebron is because he is has no problem going against uh the president of the united states right president 45 he has no problem going against trump no not not an issue i'm like yeah that's cool my thing is you're cool with calling out BS on one side and generally you're not going to face any repercussion, right? You might have a few people to backlash, but at the end of the day, like your popularity has gone up, you you know, you're able to market this. Um, You, you know, you'll face certain criticism and you're never going to be away from it, but largely, you know, he's, he's got a lot of support, right. Yeah, From the media side of things. So you're not going to see him being dragged through the mud, like say, you know, um, I would say the originals, right? Like the Bill Russells, the Kareem abdul Yeah. Uh, um, You know, you look at, um, you know, Jim Brown, like the inf- Muhammad Ali. These were influential, um, you know, black men who were excellent at their craft. Of course. And they were, you know, speaking out about something that, you know, should be addressed and was addressed to, to a certain degree. Nothing's perfect. No. But the reason why I'm I, 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 I I'm a little upset at LeBron is you're cool with that and you're facing a little repercussion. But when people criticize China and what they're in what they're doing to the Uyghurs, right? Yeah, putting these people in internment camps, right? Uyghurs were the uh, Chinese Muslims. The
0: Chinese Muslims that Mezudozal is referring to. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah, and I feel like when during the uh, early part of the year or the season when they went to China, yeah. You know, Chinese were certainly upset by the GM of the Houston Rockets when he tweeted out, um, you know, his support for the Hong Kong and the protesters. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, you have um, LeBron coming out, and everybody in the NBA, Adam Silver, Steve Kerr, everyone's like, "All right, we got to chill here a little bit because their money was being threatened." Nike's doing business in China; they know there's billions at stake over there and all of a sudden you saw everybody backpedal and you saw even LeBron say you know we don't know what we're doing. I'm like, "Okay, so you have no problem criticizing a man here for your for your issue and you should be given that right." Yeah. Barnon, uh whatever side of the the spectrum if you don't like a certain official, then you have every right to air your grievances. Yeah. That's not my problem. But my my thing is I find it a little hypocritical that he's saying, "Whoa, well, I think we should look at things In a certain way, when you have people actually being put in internment camps and being used as slaves, um, and these jails out in China,
0: yeah, the egos are, and you're and
1: you and you're kind of bowing down to them because of the threat of them pulling money or banning the NBA or any. Um, any chance of yeah, you trying to tours, seep into that your, market, your, your tours, whereas your, here, you know, shoes, you don't really have to suffer that much. Yeah, so that's where yeah. I find it a little hypocritical. And oh, yeah. I don't know how you think about it, but that's how I see it.
0: Yeah. No. I. 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 I remember you told me the argument, and I. I do feel certainly on one end, right? That LeBron has, uh, I think he could have been thinking one of two things, right? Like there, there could have been a multitude of things, but I felt like. The streams were in one of these two concessions, especially with regards to what happened or what was happening in China, with Hong Kong and the Yeager, the Jaegers, um, and um, his response to it. I guess it was that in that venue was Hong Kong for the most part, but I think um, a larger scope it could be that Jaegers uh, as well. But uh, he, I think his perspective was more so like. Understanding the bounds of his uh, uh, influence, right? Or maybe misunderstanding the bounds of his influence in that point is assuming that his influence could only reach within the, you could say, you know, Western world. That, of course, he could be liked, you know, within a global community, but maybe the people to respond to him are only those who are his kin, people who look sound and, and approach to the, and, and not yeah, so what he yeah, sees, yeah, absolutely right. Yeah. And what
1: he sees in terms of, you know, the George Floyd, of course. you know, uh, other cases that have happened to um, both yeah. men and women, um, the black men and women. Yeah. He's like, I could relate to that because that could be my sister. That of could course. be me. That, that, could, be that, me. that yeah. could be another relative of mine. Mm-hmm. You know, you could just be at a wrong place at the wrong time. And that could be you at the end of the day. Yeah. So there is a sense. And I think that 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 you you bang on on that aspect. I just think that if you're willing to lean on your own self and your own ideals of what's just and unjust, yeah, you know, you got to look at China and do the same thing, or even your own company, yeah, you know, with Nike making these shoes at sweatshops and they're not paying people well. So like, you can get into this big big world of you know, well you're going through this or, you know, I don't like this type of injustice. Well, what about the injustice from your company? Are you going to talk about that, right? With yeah. the company that, you know, sponsor you and, yeah. you know, in the lifetime deal that you have under them, of course. you know? So, and, and then you're watching other people who are suffering, but you're, you're keeping mum because there's more dollars and cents to it. Yeah. Like I said, he has every right to say what he wants, speak his mind. I'm just pointing out that it's a little hypocritical on LeBron's part.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh,
1: or even though was just him But like I think because he's like the, Pretty much the face He wants to be The face Right He says like You know His mission Or his life mission Paraphrasing here Is basically Being You know Known for what he does Away from the basketball court Yeah So things like this That he wants to be known As a philanthropist He wants to be known As a person That's going to be A social leader Social justice yeah. leader And someone that can make Impact on people's lives Outside of 48 minutes On a court 82 games a year Plus playoffs Right Yes Like he, that's He's thinking a lot more and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I just find it platform. interesting with the yeah. other end of that, what we happened earlier in the season.
0: Of course, and I think, and I think, speaking to that even more so, like his set, his mindset is really about um, defining his like his question. I think his personal question is less of, is more about what can I do to further my people. Uh, versus maybe if he thinks his uh goal is to further uh the to to fur to to end injustice everywhere, right? Because I agree. Like you, we even spoke about the idea that Martin Luther King is someone we spoke uh is 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 someone he he would probably regard as well as many of us would regard as a thought leader and someone who understood like. He understood the bigger picture about peaceful cohabitation, but also that, like you like he had said, an injustice done to someone is you know an injustice yeah injustice
1: anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere.
0: Oh, exactly. So in that vein, and if we're on the train of thought that yes, of course, it is important to highlight our own domestic issues, but it is just as important now to be aware. Uh, and be charged about what's happening or elsewhere. So yes, I do agree that he needs to. He could just be like like Mike, the way Michael Jordan is, and and that's even funny because Michael Jordan is becoming less of himself and more LeBron James. You know, with all these, he's, all speaking, this, he's all, speaking out and all donating this, his money all this to money his leaving his account. It's crazy. Yeah, it's, I don't think he's ever. I don't think that many zeros have ever left an account for for black people? <laughs> whoa. whoa. <laughs> Thanks. Um, but, yeah, like, I think LeBron needs to realize that I think his question isn't defined, like, isn't... You know, his question to himself is how am I going to define my career or my existence, right? And I think he's probably defined... He thinks he's answering the question by saying just that, uh, you, you know putting an end to an injustice injustices that he sees around him and he sees in his community right but i think he may still be looking at that at the micro level and i think that's his short it's either a bit of short-sightedness or it's just more so a an admittance that he himself as an athlete and as a thought leader and as a philanthropist and all that and and uh, uh, someone to look up to a role model. He still has his blinders, and I think his blinders are just he can he can focus on the fact that being a kid from Akron, Ohio, the only thing he's ever really cared about trying to fix were the people he grew up with in his surroundings. And I can I kind of can attest to that, but I also know that that doesn't really help the bigger picture because I like we had been saying yes, it is important to highlight. Atrocities that happen around the world because bad Mm -hmm. things happen to good people for no reason, and if you let that happen to people that maybe you don't know and you have no ties to, it's easy for those bad same things to happen to you because you allowed them to happen in the first place.
1: And that's a lot of questions that are people are going to say or retort, right? And and you kind of brought that up. It's like, well. He's speaking from an area that he knows best and yeah. that he's lived through yeah. and has seen and has lived through the corporate machine and understands what it means to, well, maybe I shouldn't say mm-hmm. how I feel yeah. um, because there's repercussions financially or people are going to label me something and then the media is going to take it a, a different way than it was, supposedly, uh, that was specifically intended to be. Yeah, for sure. But the thing is where he deserves the criticism is – he will talk about one certain injustice. That's, that's mm-hmm. fine,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but not talk about another one, right? And then when he was asked and being, you know, straight up, you know, he's, you know, it's one thing when you say uh, we shouldn't speak about matters that we don't know. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm like, well, I think it's a pretty safe assumption you're saying you shouldn't, you you don't you agree don't address, with, yeah. um, you know, black men being harassed by police officers, right? Like essentially that's what you're you are you are championing the cause for and these deaths were unjust. Well, can you say that, you know, you have people being put in internment camps because of a religious belief? I yeah. think fundamentally, if you saw that in Canada or in the United States or somewhere, there should be an uproar. Yeah. People should be like, No, that's your your rights to worship and do whatever you want in yeah. this country, in the States, is something that you do on your own and have the right to. And you're not harming anybody by doing so. If this is something that's personal to you, then all be it.
0: Yeah. So do you, that
1: doesn't happen in China so that's where I'm like well you keep sure. your mouth shut about that and yeah. there are a lot of people who are upset about this overseas saying hey you know what you're you're keeping your mouth shut about people in Hong Kong who love your stuff too yeah that's and now you're fair. not giving us the respect like what about us protesters we're fighting for what you guys have in the states or what you're asking for is equal yeah, rights you're not we're feeling the pressure from China that's not something you know from the mainland yeah we're we're losing our rights and that's their feeling yeah. by the day yeah yeah. So there is, uh, you know, um, and, and and that's where that's the issue lies. Yeah. At least that's how I see it.
0: No, I, I can I can see the validity in that. Like I, I completely agree. And I, and to be honest, I'm on the side of of not thinking. I don't think he really played this well. I don't think, in retrospect, this is going to be a highlight of his uh, off the court moments. And maybe, in fact, he could be or should be doing what other maybe athletes are doing which is realizing that he can be a voice but his platform maybe is better for someone who can speak to more people for 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 change that yeah. could be lasting because i yeah. think
1: and and like i said like if if yeah. you didn't know his answer but i'm like well it's pretty safe to say when you hear about the stuff that's happening in china yeah and you know you're seeing what the you know the the, the Chinese government essentially is doing to the Hong Kong people who are yeah. protesting, yeah. much like you might argue what the states are doing with protesters there, right? Good, yeah. bad, indifferent. Mm-hmm. Then you know you can call out one injustice and do the same for the other. Could you not? Yeah. A, and that's where I'm just like, no. And essentially it comes down to money for LeBron James yeah. in that case. And that's why I feel like people who take that stance against the current president of the U.S. You might be off the hook a little bit more. Yeah. If you, but if you compare it to, say, if you took that stance against the, the Chinese, yes. uh, the Chinese Communist Party, right?
0: Of course. Not so
1: much the people, but I'm talking about the actual party itself yeah, so that it's more at has stake. these draconian rules and it's, laws. It's
0: more at stake for you.
1: 100%. So I have I, I, that's why I give credit. You know, I've criticized Mizut Ozil before.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm sure you have as an Arsenal. <laughs> yeah, supporter. no, I'm, but yeah, here yeah. I'm fully behind him because I'm like, yeah, like if you, you're, you know, you're, you're feeling. That people are being persecuted, or there should be light shined upon it. And you know what the funny part is? LeBron, he'll probably get support, not just from the league, but he'll probably get support from certain owners. He'll get support from a lot of people. For sure, Mesut Ozil is not going to get that support.
0: No, not he's,
1: uh, because much, he's much like in the like, yet. yeah, because much like the NBA, what's what's uh, where's that big money coming from when you look at like the Premier League. They Very know true. that they want to get into that Chinese market. That Chinese market's huge. Very they true. know that's where the dollars and cents can be. Yeah. Because you know, for for the most part, it's it's untapped, right? Yeah. Like you 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 make the argument that there's still more gold TV. to be mined oh, sure. in that country when it comes to profitability for yeah. your league. Yeah. And TV dollars, league, you know, advertising, you know that.
0: Yeah, selling selling the rights is the big thing for that. Is that's how they make the majority of their money is like selling those rights and then getting those foreign TV spots. Um, the thing with yeah, like with the with Mesut Uzzel, my issue, my gripe, really, Moses is it's less to do about his political activism, he's allowed to support love, hate, whatever the hell he wants. But Mezid, man, come on, bro, at this at this point, bruh, what, what are we talking about, hmm. You're on a contract that no one wants. You signed for mad long. Don't know why you did. Your legs don't work anymore. I'm struggling to see where you're going to get the pass to. You know, I feel like I I have more faith in, I don't know, Granit Xhaka to be, you know, sending balls out than you. And, it's, and which is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Your job literally is to make those passes. But I also understand that you have his political views, and and I don't think there's anything wrong with um, supporting... If you want to support the Turkish president, you can do what the hell you want. Or if you want to recognize the fact that people of the same faith, and even more so, have a different appearance to you, and I think that's also what probably resonates with you, Moses, right? Is the idea that he's going out of his way to to call out an injustice that happens to people whom he has no tie except the same religion or, or rather we, maybe I should scratch it and say he has a tie to them. We all do. They're human beings. We're also human beings. And I think that's probably why he's, he was taking the stand, not because he felt there was going to be any money in whatever it is that he was saying. So I applaud him on that. I just wish he could just, like, I don't know, be as good off the field as he is. on the. I, I, Moses, I don't know what we're going to do with this guy. No one wants him. He's old. He says he, every year, they ask him, where are you going? He says, I love London. And I'm like, I roll my eyes. because West I'm, Ham it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, please. Someone. Take Fulham. Birmingham's not too far. Lord, have mercy. Wimbledon's very close too. Like, someone take him. It's just getting out of hand. I don't know what we're going to have to do to keep him on the book, but he's expensive. Uh, And that is another issue because he's not at this level that LeBron James is. Uh, They're just two different stars, right, and two different creatures as is. They're their stardom. And I think that probably plays a lot into... Mezit's downturn. I think if he was a star boy, if he had maintained that that um stature, so say if a Cristiano Ronaldo says something, or a Le- yeah. Lionel Messi, it may be a different story. We may be looking at this very equivalent uh the, the that that that's Europe's version of LeBron James. And I think if they said something, you know, it would be on the status of LeBron James. And I think maybe even an even more so even argument to have, because now you're saying, well, LeBron, look, you know, your contemporaries um, are actually making the, and I'm sure they are going to be, you know, I'm sure there's, they've, they've been approached, you know, because they themselves have big endorsements in China. You know, I'm sure someone's come up to them already too in order to have them take a stand against it is what i'm saying not to say whether or not they have or not that's neither here nor there but if they could i think yeah it would even put a lot more heat on lebron james's argument in in fact make lebron james seem very hypocritical uh of actually caring about like the you know a greater something greater than himself because if it's more so just to help the people of you, who look like you and in your community um it also it both it doesn't look so great you know it's not it doesn't read well on a on a tombstone
1: so All right, well you got to start somewhere you gotta, I get that i agree but, i
0: completely agree
1: but, but, but yeah that's my uh my part where i just scratch my head is like you're cool with calling out one guy and in the end of the day it's not going to cost you as much compared to you if you call out the ccp or any Chinese oppression yeah. uh, towards any of the uh, the territories that they they currently occupy, or uh, a certain you know a religious group that's being affected, but you keep your mouth shut because you know your company that you know sponsors you. And the league that you play in want to get into that market and really saturate themselves into it, right? Or saturate themselves into that market. So, yeah. I, I don't know. I just find it off. I will say this, kind of back to you talking about all that money and nobody wants Ozil. Ozil makes a sal- annual salary of twenty three point two million dollars US.
0: Twenty three point uh, two million dollars. That's what a he makes year.
1: annually with. Yeah, and his contract expires in twenty twenty one. So someone, next please!
0: Season. Oh my goodness! Lord, Lord, have mercy! Can someone get this guy?
1: I think you're going to be stuck with him for one more year, I, then he's going to leave on a free.
0: Yeah. No, that's what it's looking like, Moses. We all can see this. Because <laughs> every year we're shopping him. You don't think we weren't shopping him this COVID? I don't even think it's we were open to, but we were shopping him this COVID season. I am telling you right now, they were they were talking about where are we putting this man? Because we also have our issues now. We also have people we try and we're trying. Obama Yang. Do you know what Obama Yang wants? Obama Yang wants Mesud money, but Obama Yang can actually give me goals. But yep. he can't give me goals without Mesud But I mean, is Mesud even gonna show up? You see where I'm at, Moses. You see the problem here. And then I also have Lacazette, who also hasn't had his 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 thing figured out. Bellerin doesn't have his contract figured out.
1: We have. You need to figure out defense.
0: We. David (laughs) Louise could leave tomorrow. What are we going to do? We're starting in a day. We have to go to Manchester City. And none of these guys feel secure. So. uh, Hey, maybe
1: there's some good news. Maybe uh, if everything hurts Man City, they might have to transfer. That's some of those players. N- I'm going to tell I'm you. I'm not saying De Bruyne would ever join Moses, Arsenal, but I'm just yeah, saying. Oh,
0: yeah, okay. Yeah, all right. I'm going to just tell you how the rest of this is going to mature. play out. for oh, for sure. Mad money. Mad money. He's already been called by um, Hazard, I'm pretty sure. I think Hazard's already spoken with him because they used to play together at Chelsea, right? So, um, or I guess at one point.
1: Um, on the national team.
0: On the national. No, yeah, sorry. I'm thinking not Chelsea. They played for the same team but not at different times, but they are both Belgian nationals. Yes. So they yeah. are friends and they he would be able to get him over uh far easier than like I guess uh Pogba, which by the way, I wanted to get into. Now, um just to to finish off on this on this football talk. Uh but outside of outside of Liverpool and like now I'm thinking into the future, the upcoming, the next season, because this season is pretty much done. You know, congratulations, Liverpool. Uh, you know, get, you know, pick up your trophy at the end, you know, collect $200, da, 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 all this done the third. Good for you. Uh, but next season, it looks like some, Man- Manchester United. What are we thinking? Because it's looking like they have, Pogba may not leave. And I think if he seems like he's going to be pushing towards it, so I think Man City might be making a resurgence next season. So, what do you think, Moses? Do you what do you are you hopeful at all? Have you been uh, taking a look at what they've been doing on their roster?
1: Well, I, I think that you know the criticisms of Olginishov Skier uh, mm-hmm. in terms of being over his head. Yeah, you know you had that nice little luck, but. You know to begin with, but then yeah. you started seeing signs of well, maybe he doesn't maybe necessarily have the team. Were
0: yeah, when yeah. after they after they saw Arsenal, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> killed that winning streak.
1: Yeah, and I think there's, uh, wow. I think maybe his uh, his time is run its course, and wow. you know a lot of people are going to see a healthy Pogba. Is this probably a chance for him to showcase his talents and say, "All right, I'm gone." Because there's a lot of uh, you know question marks with the guy right now. Um, so not think- so much in terms of his head, or I think it's just you know once he gets healthy, what he can do on the pitch. You already know what he has done. Once he gets back there, he'll he'll yeah. get back to his proven, his old proven. self, and I think that will boost his morale, his, his attractiveness when it comes to uh, other teams trying to make a bid. But yeah, I just don't see him staying in a Manchester you know United uniform. I really no. don't. And I think I don't know. I think he's if if uh, is going to be there, he
0: may no. leave. Okay, so I think it's he. I think Pogba...
1: that, I think he he leaves wow. at at the I guess it would be what the fall transfer yeah. window. I don't even know. You, Summer's going to be going well, would pretty you, much.
0: Would you think that but whenever they open it up? But do you would you think that it wouldn't really matter who they replace OSG with? So say so humor they humor Pogba and then they replace. Uh, Solskjaer, do you think there's a particular coach that could or do you you think there's a way that they could coax him or do you think it's far too late for him now like does it just mean, I? because I think, I do agree that he's gone but I I think from the point aspect of it wouldn't matter what they put in his on his plate he's done you know Uh, The damage definitely done by the tattered relationship between him and and Mourinho. And I think more so how Mourinho isolated him from the rest of the squad and from the front office. I think my biggest issue is that I think Pogba didn't feel like the board was really, really going to take his side on some of these things.
1: And then it it doesn't help when you have a guy like Bruno Fernandez coming in and playing the way he has in uh, the match that he he played before COVID um, stopped things. Yeah. Like he was playing pretty good. He had like three goals, four assists in nine matches that he was in. So you're thinking, is Pogba expendable at this point?
0: Yeah, which is crazy to think about. This man scored in the World Cup final. Oh yeah, but he is, but he's finals.
1: failed. When you look at his his time with the French national team, you look at him with Juventus, yeah. and you look where he is right now. He's not quite to that par yet. Just something doesn't work, and it's just maybe just the situation. Um, he's an incredible talent, yeah. And you look at that team and what he's he he's capable of for sure. But I I just feel like in terms of the the system and what's going on from a coaching standpoint, a managerial standpoint, I think it's just time for for him to go and. Like I said, Fernandez has been there and, you know, done a fantastic job and has been a revelation. So I just see that, you know, the time is ticking, but maybe this is just a chance to kind of advertise his his skills when they can Mm -hmm. and then try to see what they can do during the summer.
0: You know, maybe. I do think, yeah, he's probably missed a step or two clearly because of the injury, but I don't know where is his place right in in all this is he the guy is he supposed to be the guy or is he supposed to be like one of the best playmaking guys mm-hmm. you know what I mean or because he has the air of being the all-rounder he will be there to defend he will be there to playmake and he will be there to convert if no one else can do any of those you know, yeah. So it's,
1: and I think if you yeah. have him and Fernandez together, that would be a very good tender. And a lot of people are certainly excited. It's just a matter of will he get the opportunities? And I know people are saying that he won't be playing; he will be benched
0: he's, to he's, start the game. He's starting. He's starting off the bench, but it, that's more so for fitness and is just a procedural thing. Do you think, or do you think? He's far overdue. He's probably been. I think
1: you know what I think that would just it lean more so to that because he hasn't played. But it'll be interesting to see what happens if you he will be at his stage, or he's just really, you know, kind of like waiting to clock out. And Looking at his watch and yeah. just be like, All right, well, you know Whatever. what? I got a few more matches left yeah. with man, you and then we'll figure out what's going on this summer.
0: Like he's just and he just, he, he just has to check best. in. He did as long as he checks in. So, who's starting ahead of him? Fred, then Fred would start ahead of him, essentially. That's horrible. I feel bad for that. <laughs> like, can you imagine that being your replacement, regardless of whether or not you want to stay? I'd be, I'd be freaking. I'd, yeah, I'd yeah, be like Maddic.
1: Um, what was it Scott McTominay? Scott McTominay, Fred.
0: like, why would I let that little skinny Irish boy take my place in the midfield? <laughs> yeah. I got to the World Cup final, I've won Europa League, I've won what, uh, Serie A. Uh, I don't think he's won championships.
1: I think it's multiple Serie A titles. He's, he's been, I think, a. to a final. I think he left been, U- yeah, Juventus yeah, he's when been. they... They lost out to Madrid that one yeah, year. Yeah,
0: exactly. So he knows what it's like. He's won major trophies. Yeah, have mercy. The guy knows what he's doing, Fred. Fred got off the boat, man. Fred just found his barber, bro. Fred's just learning about how to get through Manchester. Fred doesn't know what's going on. It's ridiculous. I would be very embarrassed. Uh, but yeah, uh, now on to the last segment. Uh, we have our boys here with uh, drag or drop. I don't have the uh, sound effect. Yeah.
1: Draft day. This is trash. This is sweet, sweet.
0: Stay in your lane. So I'm just going to add it in post. Um, but. I'm gonna do some share screening, Moses, and uh, if it doesn't work, that's fine. Cause all I'm gonna do is just do articles this time. I've learned. Okay, my, I've let's learned. I've learned my lesson. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna overdo it. Oh, it says disabled. There we, we go. We clearly didn't learn our lesson.
1: <laughs> it should work.
0: Okay. All right. So yeah, Moses. So this is our first uh, drag or drop here. I mean, drop to drop. Uh, we have. So this is just a retroactive article, obviously, with the NCAA talking about uh, the Board of Governors having the decision, making the decision to overturn the clause that disallowed students from receiving um, compensation. So now they will be able to receive endorsements and promotions, at least from third parties uh, their school themselves will, would be a different scenario as to whether or not there's going to be anything in terms of compensation, and then I think pay variation and stuff will be more typical of a, at a, at a school level, um, and I guess state level, but yeah, it's kind of a, a push push towards I guess what they were looking for but Moses what do you think what's your take on that
1: I like it uh I think if you are I think the players should get paid yeah for a number of reasons one it'd be great to have the NCAA football series back because that was so much better than Madden yeah I thought Madden was just terrible <laughs> and ever that since actually, they dropped you're right it dropped 100 yeah. percent, like yeah. before like the things you can do like lateral and Mm -hmm. Um, on on play options those were things you can do in in the NCAA game but couldn't do on Madden in Madden and you know I haven't played I haven't touched Madden in years man so for me I've always I, I don't know I was super excited I love the NCAA I love college sports yes so but I do understand that these kids are gonna get they're getting hosed. and this goes back way back even to the 90s yeah. uh even more so yeah around the 90s yeah. especially when you watch the the documentary on the fab five
0: yes and
1: how people were making money off these kids
0: yeah I mean but they didn't die and if the they fab took a hot dog
1: if yeah, if you took a. If they just got yeah, and somebody's like, "Hey, good game! Here's a hot dog." That would be an NCAA violation. Yeah. How crazy is that? But yet you have schools and yeah. you have um, the actual uh, NCAA making money off these kids through Incredible. the TV advertising, Jersey putting sales, these kids in prime time, right? Sales. Or you know, putting these kids out in the limelight. You're right. I think that they should get a cut now. I know there are people who argue it might be a slippery slope. Okay, but if. If you're not comfortable with giving them money from the NCAA, surely these kids would be able to get money and have no repercussions of any type of NCAA violation when it comes to dealing with a sponsor. If Zion wants to be, you know, sponsored by, or when he was playing with Duke by Nike or whoever, or courting some kind of, you know, shoe contract for, you know, 10 years at a hundred million dollars or whatever it is more so than all the power to them. If these kids can get, you know, a Papa John's commercial, then all the power to them. Like, I have no problem with these kids making money if you're not that comfortable with them taking the NCAA. I, however, feel that if you're going to use their image and their likeness to make a profit, then you should pay these kids. Not a ridiculous amount of money, but I've always felt that they should pay these kids a stipend because, you know, they're because these are essentially full time jobs. They are employees in my eyes. I really do see that. And a lot of people would agree with that aspect. Because because if you look at what they do in terms of schooling, they're yeah. barely at the schools. They eat, breathe, and sleep the program that they're in—the sport program, right? So, so kids in basketball, mm-hmm. kids that are in college football, I think those primarily should be um, looked at and compensated to their to to um, what they bring in in terms of revenue. Yeah, so, so that's how I see it. So, other sports, then you know, you're going to have yeah, to figure that out. But I think uh, there was, it was PBS that did a piece on this and a 98% of the revenue that's generated from the NCAA comes from what college football and basketball. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So golf, you know, you better pick up some no. socks.
1: So. Just, just be happy that you're still around. Just be happy. There's scholarships out there for you.
0: Yeah. So, and then, so here's uh so, so would you, what would you say? Draft it or drop it?
1: I would draft you're going to get these kids money or at least get, at least they have the opportunity to pursue money without any silly NCAA violation, which we know that they use these kids. So for the long way around it, yeah, I'll draft them.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> long way around it.
0: Uh, all right. And then the second one is more so a little bit a little bit crazy. Um, we have here what was happening in the UK. Football hooligans join far right thugs to attack police over Black Lives Matter demo. So, here's the problem, and you're probably everyone's probably thinking, "What's what's this got to do with sport?" But the problem is the football hooligans. Um, you know, if anyone's ever watched Green Street hooligans, um, you great should movie. If you, yeah, you should if you haven't. Uh, it it'll, it'll give you a an insight into, I guess, the Europe, Europe's obsession with football. And the fir- their firms, as they would call them, uh, their groups of yeah. fans who basically just wait outside before games to beat the shit out of each football other.
1: Factor. Football <laughs> Factory was the same. That was oh, no yeah, good. Football class. Factory was
0: a great one. Yeah, so they just beat the shit out of each other. So, uh, you know, restless over these last few months, probably due to the fact that there's no football on and uh, just general... I guess, like no one doing anything. And, uh, you know, Black Lives Matter movement had just been sparked in uh, the UK, you know, as sort of in solidarity with what had been happening in the US. So, you know, to, to, to combat that, actual neo-Nazis decided to attend to oppose the Black Lives Matter march, um, which, you know, which wasn't the problem. I mean it's a problem but it's not it was not the problem because it was uh they were uh, just I guess opposing uh but then the the somehow the wires got crossed and football hooligans decided they thought this was a good old fashioned fight that they would love to get into they've been itching for months uh what with there being nothing to do uh with covid so it seems as though the football hooligans have now become de facto, um, I guess you could say, I don't know, right-wing supremacists? I, they don't believe that, not one bit, and I mean, trust me, if you've watched any of these shows about football hooligans, they have no political affiliations, you can, to, and if they did... Trust me, they know nothing about it. They are, they,
1: so. you tell, you tell a, uh, you know, uh, a Chelsea supporter.
0: Oh, yeah. Yo, that yeah. Yeah, no, drug no bring them out.
1: Bring them out. It, uh, yeah, well, yeah. Uh, Drogba was trash. Yeah. Or something. Chances, Chances are you're going to get your ass whooped. Get
0: your so ass
1: whooped. So, I, yeah. So for me, I'm like, well, you know, I don't know if they necessarily consider them that, yeah. but, you know, yeah, but they, that, they probably defend their players as much as anybody else, regardless of their skin color.
0: Yeah. Do you know, I don't know what it is? Do you know what it is? He's all right. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that that's exactly bang, it. That, hey, he's all right. He's one of the good ones. Hey, uh, he's got, he won us the title. Two league titles and a Champions League. It's not easy to do. Yeah, he's all right. The others, yeah. As he
1: headbutts the other person. Yeah, exactly. Mid-conversation.
0: Exactly. Mid conversation. I don't
1: know. It's funny that they. Uh, I don't know what you're expecting me to draft or drop. <laughs> like I don't. Like how do I? How do <laughs> I sum this? Because I'm like, are we? They,
0: are we draft? Are we drafting hooligans? Just when it, You know, itchy It's. You know, the the moral of the story is they were itching for a fight so bad because football had been out for so long. That they were willing to pick any fight, whatever, because there was, I don't think, any real threat of violence supposedly going to happen until the hooligans showed up because they said, oh, it's a good old-fashioned scuffle. We're going to have bricks thrown We're gonna scream at each other. They were, they, they just, yeah, shouldn't
1: shouldn't they be given like some kind of highest medal or award for fighting people like that? Like, you'd think that people would be like, oh, okay, you know, I'm not a big fan of uh, hooliganism, but hey, if they're fighting some, uh, I'll do you some, you know, neo Nazis or people who are, (laughs) I'll
0: I'll do you one. I think think
1: people would be like, that's not a a bad thing.
0: I'll do you one, but I'm sure half of these guys would love to go to whatever war battle, whatever frontline that England may be engaged in. I'm pretty sure these are the dudes you need to be bringing in. Anyone who wakes up on a Saturday morning excited to to beat the shit out of someone else is not I mean unless you're Iron Mike Tyson, you know, that's a different story. But yeah, no, it makes no sense. It's just Tomfoolery these guys are out of their heads. They've all been kicked way too many times. And uh they're just guys they're just looking for a game, okay, you know, and I and it's a good thing the league's coming back, Moses. We need like the less hooligans out and about beating up regular people who are pro- i mean regular neo-Nazi protesters, uh the better. So what do you think? Were we drafting this or are we dropping it?
1: Yeah, but that's the case they're uh you know, they're out there fighting the good fight,
0: I' am fighting the good fight go hooligans
1: <laughs> yeah exactly dropped it maybe maybe this is their sort of kind of um training camp you know
0: yeah no of course to get them ready they're for getting
1: ready for the real thing they just gotta they gotta practice
0: <laughs> boys five days away there's, there's some crazy people man
1: it, like, those, like some people are just like absolutely insane i mean so, it's so, i don't know i uh obviously not condoning any of the violence uh oh, no, in terms wouldn't. of the, the passion man like i appreciate the passion uh when it gets to the excess to violence not necessarily <laughs> trash talk i'm more than happy sure, for it yeah, like yeah. i'm cool with that but with obviously that. it's a different culture there than it is for from sure here me. right
0: it for some reason i heard a, it means yeah i heard it
1: yeah so honestly i have no idea how i'm going to say this man like i don't know how are
0: we gonna pause this
1: I might ah, have to pass this.
0: we're gonna have to pause it. Okay, you know, if it weren't be, if it weren't defending the the Nazis, I'm sure you would go for it. Oh yeah, if
1: they were attacking, they're burning something. If there is a statue of Drogba somewhere yeah. and they're trying to take that down, you damn rights, I'd be right there with them.
0: Chelsea, whoa, wait, hey, whoa, 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 <laughs> Liverpool, my good. Hey, hey, Ooh. hey, you know
1: what? I don't care what you say. Uh, one of the best African footballers out there yeah. to ever play. Oh yeah. So I'm not, I'm, I'm gonna give the man his due. Uh, was a good international with Cote d'Ivoire, um, excellent player when he's with Marseille and of incredible. course Chelsea and what he did yeah, winning yeah. a Champions League like you mentioned. So yeah. hey man, uh, yeah. I'm going to give you credit Plus Emil he also beat Bayern Munich in the Champions League, which I was happy about.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, was you're the perfect. man. You Remember him, Michael Essien, Wanobi, uh, Obi Mikhail. Like they had, oh, a, they yeah, had, had quite a few uh, Afri- talented uh, African players on yeah, that that, that the the team, African- particularly the Lauren the former.
0: Solomon Kalu, Michael Essien, Didier Drogba. Uh, I think Makalele oh, was also there.
1: Claude Makalele, yeah, oh, that's McAuley. right. Man, yeah, He was listen, a gem. He was a gem. I, I
0: was all for that Chelsea squad. I'm not going to hold it. I'm going to be like, whenever they came can't on. Can't
1: go wrong. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, I, you can't hate on them.
0: I said, these boys know how to move. And, you know, Florian Maluta was actually very, very good too. He wasn't given a lot of... Uh, uh, a
1: lot of time, but when he came in, there was still, he, he did score some uh, some pretty good goals.
0: Incredible goals, incredible goals. But too bad Chelsea. Everyone in Chelsea's races, so that's the unfortunate. thing <laughs>
1: So
0: you know, it's probably why uh, probably why the the the, the 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 squad's looking a little a little light, you know, right now. And how's that working who, for you guys? Who's you guys that one striker
1: out? though that they have on that team? I can't it's, think it's of it right now. Boy, it's been a while.
0: No one actually cares about Chelsea's squad. It's just but the thing is, is they're in a Champions League spot. Yeah, and it's just full of throwaways because for some reason they've figured it out because Tottenham and Arsenal keep dropping points like you cannot believe. So <laughs> so then Chelsea can just
1: keep uh, going. Yeah, I thought put with Tottenham doing the same.
0: Well, yeah, okay. All right. You know what? All right, everybody. To end the podcast, because I don't need any more slander coming my way uh from anyone especially just because what you know congratulations on winning the league title for the first time since the premier league started liverpool but uh we hope you've enjoyed well i need
1: some good news because it looks like Bayern munich is going to be taking the german title
0: oh i mean yeah
1: (laughs) that's where i'm coming from
0: what else is yeah well you know what that's not gonna be what else is new at least I know the next year will still exist because everything is normal because Bayern Munich have won the Bundesliga again, so everything is right in the world. <laughs> but anyway, we glad we're glad that you listened to this long form podcast. You heard all our rambling. Um, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Yeah. Uh, we'll have more next week. Moses, is there anything else you'd like to add? No.
1: No, I'm good, man. It should yeah. be an exciting week as we slowly get into it. The Major League Soccer, totally forgot about this, but I'm, I thought it was really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, their World Cup format the for all 26 teams. The draw was held last Friday, Thursday. And just the way it looks like, it's going to be a World Cup tournament style. Uh, the top two teams will automatically qualify for the group for the round of 16, I should say. And then the top that's is it the top four third place finishers will automatically qualify to make that round of 16 complete. Mm-hmm. And the season will end in August. So it's just a straight up tournament style. That's so Whoever cool. gets crowned. And the thing is, it's big for the Canadian teams because the only way they can actually get a berth to the CONCACAF champions league, it was was like through the Canadian Championship, so, so this time we potentially can have more than just one Canadian team in the Conca-Cat in the actual uh, Concacaf Champions League. So they can actually qualify through the MLS route because that was, that was the, the issue with TFC team. that one yeah. year they did qualify through the Canadian Championship, but it's only so, it's you know, even so though despite winning the MLS Championship, they they didn't yeah. uh, get that bid.
0: Yeah, it's a, the only thing that's sad is was the moment they have to play against. Uh, real footballers who come from the who come from such Tigres,
1: like, Pachuca, Guadalajara, yeah, yeah, Club yeah, America. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> then they're like, Whoa, what's that? Billy? <laughs> what was that, Billy? Well, that's called the step over. Oh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's I don't know what it is. It's not like they couldn't, they've, and they've come close a few times, of
0: course. Of course, I think Toronto's uh, Toronto FC has also come pretty close as well.
1: I was kind of hoping that uh, Calvary would make the Canadian Championship. Unfortunately, they didn't win the league, so they're not going to be part of the whole. Well, whenever it comes back, I don't know how they're going to format it. Yeah, no, the conqu- of uh, course. Champions League.
0: Well, we'll have but to see how it all happens.
1: And, uh, yeah, in the uh, the Canadian Premier League. So, so yeah. fingers crossed that they'd ever do it because I'd love to see a chance where you see a team that can only draw like 6,000 people, not by, you know, because that's all being, they can being, seat being in for a league that's been around for one year now and trying to go into their second, hopefully uh, sooner than later with yeah. this whole COVID situation they're finally practicing but what i was getting getting to was imagine them playing like taking on a liverpool or real madrid or a barcelona or a juventus right in a fifa club club. exactly yeah could you imagine and get you know and get whooped but it would just be amazing to see how they would stack up
0: if they scored one goal that would be an
1: accomplishment
0: yeah that would be great i think that whoever would score the goal would probably be crying tears of joy
1: yeah, for, for if sure. if you said that the over under was going to be uh, around you know under four, yeah, or not even that under five, that'd be an accomplishment as well.
0: Oh for sure. yeah, for sure. Just yeah, just qualifying for it. Listen, hats yeah, off. Yeah, that'd be great.
1: Hats yeah, them. I'm sure you could beat like some minnow team. There's usually uh, that yeah, team sure. that comes from the Honda A League sure, or whatever sure, sure, the Australian sure. league. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, just beat them. Just beat them. Be yeah.
0: <laughs> Whichever Australian team, you know. The guys who are kind of good have been doing this a little bit longer, uh, but yeah, uh, and I think it's Hyundai. You know what? I don't want to give them any more shine. I was about to correct you, but it's important. It's Hyundai. They, no, it's. It, I don't. It's think the it's
1: Yeah, think like I've always, I've, I've, been always told, I've been told this since I was in college, because we're like, is it Hyundai, Hyundai? What is yeah. this? And think of it as like Sunday, Monday. Hyundai, Hyundai? <laughs> you know, like yeah, nah, nah, yeah. Nah, so that's not what not I was told. It. It's Hyundai.
0: Sorry, I'm not with it. my South African brain. Can't subscribe to this. <laughs> yeah. I say it's it like usually, you know, yeah. it's, like, it's
1: like trying to listen to British commentators and you hear the word controversy.
0: Controversy, controversy, yeah. controversy, yeah.
1: You mean or derby, derby instead of derby, right? Derby. Actually, it sounds a lot much cooler. Yeah, the, exactly. When it
0: comes, to yeah, bless up. Bless up. Okay, there you go. Something to add to the <laughs> repertoire. All right, peeps. Uh, we've been rambling, rambling, but have a good one. Um, and Absolutely. See you next week.
1: Enjoy the game, by the way, Tendo. I man yes. City Arsenal. I, yeah, oh, Wow. This guy. <laughs> I don't like this guy. This I didn't even. I didn't even say anything bad. No, no, I was like, wishing no, you, you know nothing what you but the best you and enjoy the football match. You
0: know exactly what it's going to be like. <laughs> God damn it.
1: Hey, there. Miracles can happen.
0: No. Yeah. That's what it's going to require.
1: That's what I'm kind of hoping for miracle that FIFA can actually punish Man City.
0: Well, they broke
1: the rules.
0: Yeah, well, you know, Arsene Wenger is on the case, so you know, it's gonna get done. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. Yeah. Top four minimum.
1: <laughs> so basically, what happens? Yeah. So basically, what happens is if Arsenal lose to Man City, chances are this case is gonna go through.
0: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. If it's a walloping, if Arsenal get walloped this weekend, trust me with every strength in his fi- in his being, Austin Wenger will pull the full extent of the law on Man City. The full extent <laughs> of the law. He's got us behind the wrath. He's trying to correct all the shit he saw that was wrong while he was coaching because he he watched all these other you all you other homies were moving wild. Wild. He, all wild. Now he's like, "Okay, I see you." Liverpool you next up. Okay, you don't think we don't know how you got there? Just love watching you. You next. Venga is your worst nightmare. He's coming for you guys. But anyway, uh quit the rambling uh and have a good week. Bye.
1: You as well. Take care. This podcast is a collab house production.